Help defend the church by becoming a supporter of Family Life International. Your contributions enable us to continue our work to promote the faith, defend the family and promote the sanctity of life. Make a real difference today. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk slash donate. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the crowd, No one can come to me unless he is drawn by the Father who sent me, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, they will all be taught by God. And to hear the teaching of the Father and learn from it is to come to me. Not that anybody has seen the Father except the one who comes from God. He has seen the Father. I tell you most solemnly, everybody who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the desert and they are dead. But this is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that a man may eat it and not die. I am the living bread which has come down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Gospel of the Lord. So far, our Lord is speaking of his divinity. He is now, in the second part of his discourse, going to speak of his humanity. In the beginning of St. John's Gospel, we heard, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. We read that the Word was life, and the Word was the light of men, and that he enlightens all those who come to him. We read that further down that the Word was made flesh, and he dwelt among us. And then we read that whilst Moses gave us the law, it is Christ who gives us truth and grace. Our Lord is speaking to the crowds and he insists that they believe in him, which in fact is really a claim to divinity because the only person we can truly believe in without fear is God. With a creature, we take our chances. But only in God can we place our absolute trust. Our Lord made claims to his divinity in various ways. For instance, when he says, anyone who prefers father or mother to me is not worthy of me. Anyone who prefers son or daughter to me is not worthy of me. Who can make a claim like that except God? Because he's saying that those who are closest to us in the flesh 
those who have begotten us and those whom we beget, we should not prefer them to him. But only God can make such a demand on us. Since he's given us everything, we have our parents as well as our children, and indeed our very self, which recently says anyone who prefers his own life to me is not worthy of me. So here he is, is coming to that um, conclusion of, his, of the, the necessity of believing in him as God, and he's going to develop the necessity of our believing in the, the reality of his flesh, which is also the means of our spiritual nourishment. So he says, no one can come to me unless he is drawn by the Father who sent me, and I will raise him up at the last day. So he tells us the means, and he tells us the reward. No one can come to me. It's not possible for us to come to him. We think of the man who said, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. To which he responded, the birds of the air have nests, the, sun, the foxes have holes, the son of man has nowhere to rest his head. But our Lord says, no one can come unless the Father draws him. How does the Father draw? It is not by compulsion, but it is by the things that attract us. We are drawn by the things that give us pleasure. In fact, it is this very thing that caused the problem in Eden. The woman saw the fruit as pleasing to the eyes, so it's by the pleasure. And what is it that gives us pleasure that should draw us to Christ? Well, principally truth, but there are other things, goodness, the virtues, and so on. So, an honest heart, or a good will, in fact, is essentially what is needed. And it is by this means that we are drawn to the Son. And if we are drawn to the Son, we will believe in him, and he, as he says, he will give us eternal life by raising us up on the last day. And yet, it is not the Father alone who draws. Our Lord himself draws us, for the Father and the Son are one. And our Lord said to, to the Jews, when I'm lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. So it is in his crucified humanity that we are drawn to him as well. Because in his crucified humanity, we see the love of God made manifest. God so loved the world. And all of this so that he might raise us up on the last day. He goes, because they're still disputing this, he goes on to say, it is written the prophets, they will all be taught by God. And to hear the teaching of the Father and to learn from it is to come to me. So how do we hear the teaching of the Father? Well, certainly in the scriptures, but even as we just heard um, in the case of the eunuch, uh, the Ethiopian eunuch, he was reading the scriptures but he didn't understand what he read. He needed someone to interpret it for him. I, do you understand what you're reading? Asked Philip. How can I unless some man show me? And then Peter, um, and then Philip enters into the chariot and expounds to him, starting in that text, that Christ was the end of the prophecies. 
that all the prophets looked to Christ and immediately his faith is, 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 is established and he asked for baptism. So to hear the teachings of the Father and to learn from it, to learn that his, he has sent his son, this is the essence of it, is to come to me. So from the prophets, this is it's only one of the means, goodwill is, is also another because they're those who have not read the, the, the scriptures, but goodwill is also necessary. The desire for truth and goodness and so on leads us, draws us to Christ. And this is how we learn about him and to come to him. He goes on to say even further that not that anyone has seen the Father. Philip would say, that's the apostle. Philip would say to him, Lord, show us the Father, we'll be satisfied. And our Lord would say, Philip, have I been with you so long that you do not know me? To have seen me is to have seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? But he's, here our Lord is referring to the Father in his essence. Except the one who comes from God. He didn't say the Father, but from God, the same nature. He has seen the Father. And since our Lord had said again and again that he had come down from heaven, he is implying that he alone has seen the Father. I tell you most solemnly, everybody who believes has eternal life. And so it's important, necessary, absolutely necessary, that we believe that he has come from God, indeed that he is God, he is the eternal word of, the fa- of God. In this we have eternal life, because if he is from God, then he is truth itself. We can believe what he says, we can trust what he says. I am the bread of life, so he summed it all up, his divinity, and he's now summing it up, I am the bread of life. He is the bread of life in his divinity. It is the word that gives life. It is the word that sustains even the angels. This is the, 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 the eternal word of God by which all things were made, by which God holds, the Father holds all things in existence by his eternal word. This word who has become, has put on flesh, has become man, I am the bread of life. And then he goes on to, to, to compare it with the manna, since this is what the, the crowds were looking for, food for the belly. Your fathers ate the manna in the desert, and they are dead. But this is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that the man may eat of it and not die. Here's the great contrast. He points out that the manna was, um, was given to the fathers in the desert just for a brief period of 40 years. The moment they entered into the, the, the promised land, the manna ceased because there was food for them during their wanderings in the wilderness. But even so, they died. And indeed, St. Paul says, many of them died in the wilderness. Why? Because they did not believe. What didn't they believe? They didn't believe the manna for what it was. It wasn't just food for the stomach. It was also a type of Christ, because that is what sustained them. And so they 
St. Paul would, would develop this in First Corinthians, and he would warn us likewise that we cannot receive the Eucharist as if it were mere bread, but we need to recognize who it is that we are receiving, not what, indeed the manner means, what is this? <clears throat> but for us, it is not what we receive, it's who we receive. And he tells us that this is the bread that's come down from heaven, that a man may eat of it and not die. In other words, we eating of his flesh gives us eternal life. This is the life of the soul, since we are obligated, because of original sin, to die in the body. And St. James, in his, in his letter, tells us that death is simply the separation of the soul from the body. That's the death of the body. But the soul has a life of its own. And the death of the soul is nothing other than to be without God's grace. So the life of the soul is God's grace, the eternal word. And, this is, and it is this that our Lord is offering us, the food for the soul, which is life itself. And so, having concluded this, he now begins to speak of his humanity. I am the living bread. Before he said, I'm the bread of life. But he says, I am the living bread, which has come down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever. And then he goes on, since they're talking about teeth and stomach, and the bread that I shall give is my flesh for the life of the world. So now he brings in his humanity. It is through his humanity that we are able to share his life, this life which is eternal life. In so great a gift that Christ has given us, let us ask for an increase in faith a deepening of our faith that we might appreciate that we have nothing other than God himself for our food, for our life, and for our salvation. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today. Mm-hmm.